Okay. It's recording. I'm gonna close the door. Alright. Say stuff. We're back outside again, because the hail stopped. Oh, yeah. so for you, it's been a week. For us, it's been ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, way less than It was minutes. just like, hailing. Like, two minutes. It, it was, was hailing, hailing, and they're huge. Yeah. But we're good now. There was a tornado warning, but there was no tornado. Yeah. And the clouds are going the opposite direction, so yeah. we're good. It is now not as hot, too. So <laughs> I don't think my towel is going to overheat. Okay. Um, socks are really wet. Okay. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's too far away. Um, is it? Do you have anything else to say? Uh, no. In the... Oh, I think... Again, I'm going to say... Are you going to say it again? The Black Lives Matter protests are mm -hmm. still going on. It's still a big movement, even though it's kind of out of the eye of some... Like TikTok, Instagram, things like that. It's kind of out of the eye. It's still very much going on. It's still very much a problem. So if you can, go to protests, sign petitions, donate if you're able. Mm -hmm. um, it's really horrific, the things that are happening. Not just here, in other countries as well, with Muslims being put in concentration camps in China, mm -hmm. Yemen starving, uh, as well as Venezuela and many other countries. Indi missing and murdered is, sorry, indigenous yeah. women and children in Calgary. I want to see Calgary, when this Alberta. is coming out. I might, I might say something. When is it? Whee! Missing women and children in Canada. Yes. Still a very indigenous big thing. women and children. What did I say? Just women and children. Oh. And yeah. like that's still thing, but there's a lot uh, of the missing. The thing is, m missing indigenous women and children. When they go missing, no. Nobody seems to care. No one looks. Like yeah. if you report to police, the police don't really look. No. As like, white privilege is the fact that if I I know, if I went missing, there'd be a full-blown research thing. Like, there'd be a big yeah. S trap find me, but, like, I, yeah. other people there would not be, so. Yeah, if you think, I think white, if you think, uh, privilege isn't really, you're probably white, straight, able-bodied. Is this coming out on the 31st? Most likely male. Although they're all mm -hmm. females who are gross as well. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Like, I, I know I would probably be searched for. Um. Because you're, you're white indigenous. <laughs> if my cousin went missing, maybe not. If my grandma went missing, probably not. If my great-grand had gone missing when she was alive, she would definitely not have been looked for. Yeah. The thing is, it's not just like, they go missing and we can't find them, it's they go missing and we don't, and, we and just people don't, don't give look. a shit. Yeah. Like, their, their communities do and their families do, but the, they can't do much without the police, they can't do much without authority, and the police don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, remember, those things are still going on. If you can, sign as many petitions as you can. Like, go to protests. If you don't feel comfortable going to protests, donate so we can help protesters out. Mm -hmm. The things that are happening, all the, like the hurt is not because the protesters are being harmful, it's because... It's because it's just the authorities the making authorities them, like, are violent protests beating up people and torturing and kidnapping people, see previous episode beginning to full things. And do your research, like, don't just take whatever you read on thing. Don't just be like, yeah. first article, that's true. Do mm -hmm. your research. Make sure you're informed and educate yourself. Because otherwise, like, that, as much as, like, I can't, there's no protest I can go to. I'm signing petitions, but I can't donate to a lot of things because yeah. I don't have any money. I am a 15-year-old girl and I can't do much. Yeah. So I feel helpless. I sign protests. Yeah. I sign Petition. petitions. Yeah, so... You sign one and then you get a whole bunch of emails. Please sign this. I'm like, yes, sign them all. I had yeah. to get asked. I, I kept, I kept so, having like, to do, like... There are like, Brianna Beyond, Taylor. Yeah, she was she's... killed not that long ago. And there were three cops who shot her eight times. 
with no nothing, like there's no reason. Mm-hmm. She was sleeping. Yep. And so I understand, I think it's important, that there are good people in the system. Mm-hmm. The system is corrupt, though. There is yes. a police officer, I can't remember his last name, his first name was Peter, though, and he was called to subdue a man, and it was a black man who had called on himself and was doing it because he wanted to die by cop, like Why? suicide by cop, because he thought they would just shoot him on on sight, no. and he was like, I want to commit suicide, this is how I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. but the cop was like, I'm not going to no. do that, so he tried, was de-escalating the situation, called for backup so they could take him to a hospital, make sure he was okay, and as soon as the backup showed up, they shot him on sight, even though the situation was de-escalated, he was not a threat, they shot him, and the police officer who did not shoot him got fired for not, uh, sorry. It's he, just he like got, there's a couple raindrops I don't want to tell oh, yeah. He got fired for not using enough force. So I'm aware that there are good people in the system, and those people are That's trying. the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, and those people are trying. There's like cops that are marching with us who are helping people. But the system that they choose to be in, the system, like, police officers and lots of the military is very corrupt, so yeah. that. I saw a video a couple weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago, um, and it was just this little kid, probably seven, just playing basketball in his driveway. He was this black little child, and he saw a police car coming, and he went and hid behind his car. Yeah. He's, like, seven. That's the thing. It's, uh, if you feel you need to hide from people who are supposed to be protecting you what the fuck yeah anyway i'm very annoyed by that so educate yourself people make sure you know what's going on actually not just because as much like also the president has a lot of power to manipulate what you're hearing about the news yeah vote that's especially if you are 18 years of older and you are like able to vote in america I know, we have, register we to have vote and listeners vote. in the U.S. Yeah. Register to vote and vote. vote. Research your, like, do your research on the platforms. Do your research on, like, things you can. Make sure you're informed on what's happening so you can make an informed decision and vote for people who are not going to be as corrupt. What? Do you want to not be in here? <laughs> no. I, I can just probably move over. Oh, my feet are really cold. Okay, anyway, oh God, I'm going to stop whining. Okay, um, um, anyway, that's all I had to say. Make sure everything's going. Oh, God, it's really cold. Okay, um... water? I'll be fine. I was going to say something. Um, I had a list of things I was going to say. So, you can't see what I'm talking about. Um, um I was just going to say, it's been a while. I mean, we did do it. I added it to our, like, outro kind of thing. Uh, last for last week, uh-huh. but we have really not thanked Kira enough on this oh, podcast. Yeah. Kira edits, she puts music in, she takes out all our rants, so you don't have to listen as many. She took out like 10 minutes of us just ranting about useless stuff a couple episodes ago. So, Kira, I know you're listening because you have to. We love you're you. Thank you so much. legend. <laughs> and there's the funniest thing she put in the podcast description. I'm gonna read it out. It was a couple weeks ago now. But, uh, it was, it was, I found it so fucking funny. Why? It was, um, I can't remember what episode it was. I think it was this one. Yeah, okay, so she goes, welcome, she writes the usual, um, welcome to episode 11. Here, Farron talks about Clara Phillips, aka Tiger Woman, and Carly recounts the tale of Theseus and the Minotaur. Also, they went to so many... 
went on so many tangents that we had to edit some out, so apologies for the rough transitions you may hear. We also want to give a big thank you to our production assistant, Kira. She's super awesome and the best person ever, and she deserves a raise, and she may or may not have written this. I just found it so funny. She did write it, don't worry. Yeah, she very much did write that. Anyway, we'll love you, Kira. I want to go inside. It's raining. Is it that, or is it just the system? The back is wet. Well, move. Move over more. Please. Oh my god. This chair is stuck. Uh, I'm stuck. Ah! It's fine. Your phone is now wet. You can't see the pictures of my phone because I'm going to show them to you. You have pictures of something? Yeah. So I want to show them to you. Nice. Okay. So, my story. Episode 16. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is episode 16. Um. Also, I should probably end up like writing an intro as well. Do you want to go sit at the kitchen table? Yeah. Okay. Alright. We're going to record the relocation. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, Kira, if it's too annoying, you can take it out. If you want. It's totally your decision. Now I'm just talking to Kira. I know. It's getting wet. Your <laughs> shoe's, like, not coming off. There you go. Alrighty. Here we are, back in the kitchen. Oh, wait, we need the cushions. They're gonna get wet. Oh, shit. I got you. Baron, talk, no, talk to the recording. Um, room. sorry, Kyle's just grabbing the cushions from outside, so don't get soaked. But, I am... Oh, I just kicked your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think, um, what is happening? I have flag football. I'm the only, it's a lot of, so, so, there's this guy on the team, his name is Owen. They're all guys, so I'm the only person on the team, Owen. And he's, like, you would love him. He's, like, a male me. Mm -hmm. And he is so much fun. <laughs> so that's fun. And we just bully each other. Nice. <laughs> My games are all on Saturdays. Nice. We have, one, we have played two games, have not won one. Nice. Yeah. There's some... There's this dude on my team also. He's also like a Speedy Gonzalez dude. He's so like using Bolt and Bottle. Yeah. There's this... Me and Carly used to play soccer together in school. There's this dude on a team. He was... He was so fast. So fast. And so we named him Usain Bolt and the Bottle. I don't know why. I don't know where the bottle came from. I don't know. We call him but like Usain Bolt. But he was so fast. Because he was like super so We also so saw fast. him at the track meet and yeah. he won by so, so much. much. Like he was just like running everyone else was like <gasps> he's like He probably ran 100 meters in like 12 seconds. It was yeah, he ridiculous. Was so he was so fast. Anyway. I don't know what else to talk about. I actually have things to talk about. I know. Usually, well, it's like last, not last week, the week before. It's last week to us. It's two weeks from them. Yeah. I had literally nothing. Yeah. Like, I pulled out a piece of paper to write on about things I was going to complain about. And there's like, there's literally nothing. I don't think, I, like, don't know. And I, then I used it all up in the first episode. We're complaining that we don't have anything to complain about. Yeah. <laughs> I hate white people. Oh, my God. I just remembered. I was oh thank you. I was camping. Um, this is literally nothing. Sorry. And I I told my friends something. I can't remember what I said. And then I was like, I have this podcast. I just mentioned it, and my friend goes, What's a podcast? So I kind of explained it to her. And then um, she goes, Oh, what's it called? I might listen to it. I'm like, Okay. Um, and so I say, and then this other kid we were camping with goes, I think I've heard of that. And I got so excited. We have ours? I think. I don't know if she was just saying that or like, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I got so excited. That's so fun. I know. When they know. Also, um, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to go through 
uh, something real fast and yell at y'all. So, we have listeners in. Give us a hot sec. France, England. Hold net, shush. Canada, U.S., United Kingdom, Australia, Japan, France, and Hong Kong. Japan? Those are my cousins. Oh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Why are you in Hong Kong? What did you do? Hello? No, my friend. That was really creepy. (laughs) Hi. It's almost worse than this one. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's worse than that, Carly. Is this the symbol? For what? Yeah, yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> okay, but okay. So, if you are from U.S., United Kingdom, Australia, France, or Hong Kong, please email us. Yeah, I want to know who we you are. We actually okay. We want to know if like, I've gotten to the point where I want to know if you actually exist or if you're just one of our friends or something using like a VPN to like relocate where you are and then or listen to it just to like to boost it, our if you egos. listen to it once and then we're like fuck this noise and didn't listen to it again. Mm-hmm. So you can hear this. Which might be a possibility for the France one. Yeah. Or Hong Kong. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah, that's our story. I'm trying to figure out how much people actually listen to us. Cause what do you mean how much people actually because listen Because 1% of our listeners are from Japan. And that's either one person or two people. And it's probably two people. Maybe because two. France and Hong Kong are less than 1%. Yeah. So I think it's probably two or three people. Hello, everyone. We're back again. All right, we just relocated. Okay, because it's raining. Today, I didn't look at your notes. Today, I am doing the... Keep talking. I am doing covering John Wayne Gacy. Ha! Yes! Cave Pogo the Clown. (laughs) I got so excited. (laughs) Okay. Okay, wait, I'm going to just... No, I'm just, it's wet, so. Okay. Okay, uh, so John Wayne Gacy. Wait! (laughs) Based on his childhood, it wasn't the best. He did have an abusive father. Yeah. But, people. I don't know why I sounded really excited. That was psychotic. uh, I was like, yes, abusive fathers! Uh, he, his father was an alcoholic, and he, uh, his mother and some of his children, but it was the 40s, so beating your children wasn't really, like, I think that was a much like bad. Song. Well, it was like, okay, you you hit your children. It's a thing. It's punishment. Yeah, isn't it's it like, like technically legal from like ages like five to twelve? Now, no. You saw that somewhere. Uh, anyway, so it was the forties. He was born in um nineteen forty two. So, like hitting your children for discipline wasn't unheard of. Actually, it was very common. Very common. So, yeah. but he he did have an abusive father who beat his mother and was an alcoholic. I wrote but about him many, in my many, psychotic many people essay. Go through shit like that and go through much worse and do not become serial killers. <laughs> so it is still a thing that contributed to his serial killing, but like yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he was. Born I wrote. Main, sorry, I wrote about him in my psychotic essay. Do you remember? Yeah. Fair he was born a couple weeks ago. Night, uh, he was born March seventeenth, nineteen forty-two, nineteen forty-two, in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, here's some some things. When he was 11 years old, he hit his head on the swing, and apparently he got a blood clot from that, but they did not figure that out until he was 16. Mm. So, there's that. Uh, he did not stay close with his mother, his father when he grew up, but he stayed close with his father and his sister. Uh, he was considered good Catholic, he was well-liked in high school. Uh, he attended four different high schools senior year and eventually dropped out. 
and he moved to Las Vegas. He worked there part-time as a janitor at a funeral home. Wow. The most pleasant experience. <laughs> Ever. You're like, uh, healers, my, all my coworkers are dead people. Yay. Yeah. He became depressed. What the fuck, oh. why? And he moved back to Chicago to be with his family. He enrolled in business college and realized he was a very good salesman. So he became successful and excelled at his job at Nunbush Shoe Company. Sounds like a sexual thing. Nun's bush. A nun bush. A nun bush? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like... Yeah. <laughs> so, soon after he uh, he moved, it's the early 60s-ish, he married into a wealthy family. Uh, so, him and his new wife moved to Waterloo, Illinois. He was described as well-liked, an upstanding member. One might say a pillar of the community. A pillar of the community, you say? <laughs> However, in 1968... Two young male employees, aged 16 and 15, accused him of sexually assaulting them. He claimed that it was an accident, but later that year, like a few months later, he hired another teen to go beat up the, the two boys that accused him. So How boy, do you accidentally... What? How do, what? I mean accidentally. Well, no, because he said he got accused, and then he said it was an accident. How do you accidentally... Yes, he said he was innocent. Oh, I heard accident. I was like, that's no. the stupidest excuse. He was innocent, but later that year, he hired another teen he knew to beat up the boys who had accused him of sexual assault. Nice. The boy he sent to beat them up uh, was caught, and he confessed that, like, John Wayne Gacy had told him to. So John Wayne Gacy was arrested and convicted of sodomy, which is what they called it back then, nice. and sent to jail for ten years. At this point... He had two young kids and his uh, with his wife. Wait, he had kids? He had two kids with his wife. Whoa. She filed for a divorce because he was a rapist. Good, good and girl. And he got pissed the fuck good off. Good girl. He got pissed the fuck off. Yeah, but still. And he was like, he was so mad. And he was like, you know what? I never want to see you or my children again. You're dead to me. Fuck you. I mean, he never saw them again. Thing. Never talked to them again. Never talked to his children again. I don't know why that's so bad. He considered them dead. It was just like, oh, oh okay. It's your it's your kids, but okay. I mean, okay. It's so probably after, good. Yeah. After 18 months of his 10-year sentence, he was paroled, and he moved back to Chicago to work in, in construction. Why? He had a 10-year sentence in 18 months, and they were like, "You can go." I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> so now this point is 1971. His mom helped him buy a house, which happened to have a cool little crawl space on the floor. It was hmm. four feet deep. Yeah. In February February 12, 1971, Gacy was charged with disorderly conduct when a teenage boy claimed Gacy picked him up and tried to force him to have sex with him. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the kid didn't show up to court, so the charges were dropped. Hmm. So the following year, Gacy arrested was arrested and charged for battery after a young man said Gacy flashed a sheriff badge, lured him into his car, and forced him to have sex with him, but the charges were also dropped. That's not battery. I don't know why it was battery. I thought battery was like That's up. rape. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that same month, he married a lovely woman named Carol. Oh, Carol. At this point, he was hiding his record from everyone because it was the 70s, and you basically, like, and, you like, just, like, could. you like, You couldn't really check. How you gonna check? Yeah. If they don't have computers. Yeah. Uh, so Gacy soon became known as a sharp businessman. He was like very well known and was like the best of the best in construction, I guess. And the way he 
saved costs was he would hire teenagers because they were cheaper to employ. So he would they they would be his construction crew, I guess. So one of his that really fun hobbies dangerous. one of his really fun hobbies was he would dress up and he would host children's parties. How fun. And sorry, one pause the recording one second. Okay. So my mom was just like, when are you gonna what's your ETA? And I was like, this is what I'm doing. Anyway, <laughs> one of his really, really fun hobbies was he would host children's party dressed as a clown. His clown name was Pogo. <laughs> and I have some pictures I want to show you of Pogo the Clown. See Pogo. Is... This is Pogo. And so is that. <laughs> He's scary. <laughs> He's a white-faced clown with these big blue triangles on his eyes and a big We are mouth. quite possibly going to post those on oh, Instagram. Yep. Anyway, he would entertain children and... Hi! Hello. How's it going? Great. Good. We're talking doing? about John Wayne Gacy. Oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Are you recording right now? Yeah. <laughs> that's my mom. She's the one that scared us so bad. <laughs> the fifth episode? I don't no, know. not fifth. Well, I don't know. It was like ninth or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he would like to entertain children at hospitals dressed as Pogo the Clown. Mmm. Uh, he was also the Democratic... Demo- Democratic precinct captain in his community. What? He organized Sorry. Uh, an annual Polish Constitutional Day Parade. I don't know why. I think he's Polish, I guess. Uh, he even has... Wait, what did you say he was about a precinct? He was a Democratic person. I don't know. He was something to do with it. I don't know what it says. Can I see? Democratic... Precinct. Oh, he was a Democratic precinct captain. I don't know what that means, but that's what he was. Cool. And the cap- he organized the annual Polish Constitutional Day Parade, because he was Polish, I guess. Uh, he had his picture taken with the First Lady, Rosalind Carter, and she signed it. Hmm. Uh, on July of 1975, an employee of Gacy named John Bukovich oh. disappeared uh, and disappeared. It's just gone now. Yeah. He had left work after an argument over pay he was owed with Gacy, and the family asked them to, he, like, they're like, can you look into Gacy? Like, he seems Please. suspicious, because they knew where they were getting in arguments. Yeah. The PC were like, mm, no. no. The police were like, nah, no thanks. No. Not gonna look into that. So they didn't. They didn't, like, look into him at all. So his second wife, shortly after that, <sighs> divorced him in March of 1976. Good girl. Because, uh, she found a couple of uh, she she couldn't deal with his mood swings or his bizarre obsession with homosexual magazines. Oh. Like pornographic mag- homosexual magazines. Uh, she'd also find wallets and IDs of young men lying around the house. She didn't think she he was killing them. She thought that he was sleeping with them. Mm. Yeah. So the following year in December, another one of Gacy's employees vanished. Was she homophobic? Was- Probably it was the 70s. 70s so, but yeah. I think it was also just like, okay, you're gay, I don't want to be married to you because I'm a woman. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> Never mind. If Dumb I was ass. married and I was like, you're gay, okay, I'm going to divorce you so you can go have, have a husband. Yeah. I'm not a man. <laughs> <laughs> so the following year, December, another one of Gacy's employees vanished. His name was Gregory Godsick. Uh, Gacy was the last person to have spoken to him. 
The family asked the cops to check him out, but they did not go to his heck house or check Gacy's criminal record, which they would have seen he had sodomy and battery on his criminal record. Um, a month later, John Sick, an acquaintance of the two other men missing men, uh, who also worked with Gacy, disappeared. At this point, reports say that Gacy was tired of digging in his crawl space, and he wanted a space that was available all the time. So he hired an employee to like uh, an, an, an team that he employed named David Cram to make more space, like to dig out more oh my in, God. His, in his crawl space. So Cram actually stayed with Gacy in his house, like he had a room there, and he lived there. So one night he came home from work, and he reportedly found Gacy drunk in his clown costume. That's Apparently they had a few drinks together, and Gacy tricked him into handcuffs by being like, I have a magic trick or something. Uh-huh. Uh, then Gacy apparently started growling and spinning him around the room, saying, I'm gonna rape you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, somehow, Cram managed to push, uh, Gacy down and get the key to the handcuffs and were off to his room and get them off. And he was like, Why would you not drunk. leave the I don't house? Know. I don't know. Or, like, call the police? But he was just like, he just had a rough day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's the worst magic trick ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> the disappearing ant. The case of the disappearing anthill. <laughs> no, but it's a disappearing ant because you'd kill him. It's a magic trick. That's dark. <laughs> I was the only one who got it, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, no, I would have got it if I thought you said act, not ant. Oh. I thought you said ant. Yeah, so it was like he put it in handcuffs for like a magic trick or something. It's the, the worst magic gone. trick ever. It's a disappearance. And he appears under the floorboards. Yeah, crawl space, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so he, yeah, he was like, he just had a rap day, I'm not going to say anything. So in March of 1978, Gacy led a team named Jeffrey Rignall to his car, chloroformed him. <laughs> They're all like, took I'm him sorry. back to his house. I'm Raped and tortured him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Raped and tortured him and dumped him in Lincoln Park in Chicago. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. The, okay. My mom just walked past as Farron goes, raped him and tortured him. I like looked at her and I was like, like eye contact. <laughs> uh, so for torture, he used wooden boards and ropes to torture his victims and syringes. And he'd often wear his clown suit. There's actually a video of John Wayne Gacy showing the police how he tied the rope to strangle his victims. Like, he, like, tied it on his arm and was like, this is how you do it. Oh, my God. So, fun. <laughs> I have fun underlined. So, like, honestly, so it's, much. Fun. it's so much fun. So, a few months later, uh, a teenager named Robert... It's raining Peast. again. Is it? Yeah. Huh. His name was Robert Peast, like, priest without the R. That's Peast, hmm. I guess. Teenager Robert Peast, who worked with at Des Plains Pharmacy, and it's not De Plains, it's Des Plains. I looked it up. Uh, he disappeared. Just before he vanished, he told a coworker worker he was going down the street to a house to, quote, talk to some contractor about the job. Uh, Gacy Police had, are idiots. Yeah. Gacy had been in the pharmacy that day uh, discussing a remodeling job with the owner of the pharmacy, but said he did not talk to Peast when the police called him and. 
So finally, the police are like, maybe we should run a background check. Maybe, you so know. So they run a background check, and are surprised to discover he sh- served time for sodomy on a teenage boy. So they obtained a warrant to search his house, and they found some creepy shit. Mm-hmm. And a 1975 high school class ring that did not belong to Gacy, because Gacy graduated didn't. high school in, like, 19. But he didn't graduate at all. He, he didn't graduate. Yeah, yeah, but he would have been in high school in the 1950s, so that right. doesn't check out. Handcuffs, driver's license of yeah, other people and young men. No. A two by four with holes drilled in it. A syringe. Uh, What's a syringe used for? Torture. Oh, yeah. Uh, clothing that did not belong from him, and a receipt from the pharmacy where that kid worked. So the detective noticed an offensive odor coming from his crawl space, but we're like, it's probably sewage, and just left without checking. I smell something weird. I'm sure it's fine. So we're in a he's just okay. A possible murder. I'm sorry. Funny. I'm going. I think it's sewage. See, as a police, no, it's like the police officers are gonna go into his house. See, he has a For criminal murder. record. See that there are clothes that do not belong to him, and ID things that do not belong to him. Smell something nasty coming like, out of a crawl space, and just go nah. Sewage. Sewage. Anyway, uh, yeah. Please, are Calm down. They found this, this, the ring belonged to one of the teenage boys who was missing, like, a year ago. So they thought he might, they're like, what if he's linked to all of the cases? Oh! Anyway, yeah. So, well, I mean, it's obvious to us now, but yeah. back then it's yeah. like, he's only, yeah. yeah. So they obtained a second search warrant. That's when Gacy realized he was screwed. <laughs> he was like, they're going to find all the dead bodies. Cool. So he confessed to the police that he had murdered 33 young men. Oh, my God. Over the span of seven years, he drew up a map of where all their bodies were. Ew. And I, I saw the map. It's fucked up. I should take a picture of it. Uh, 28 are in shallow graves underneath his house in his crawl space. His house and, reeked. Yeah. And the other five were he threw in the Des Plaines River. Yeah. So during an Did they ever find the bodies he threw in the river? I don't think so. So during an interview, he told the police that there were four Johns, like in him. John the contractor. Oh, yeah. John the clown. Pogo. (laughs) John the politician. Nice! I want to meet that one. (laughs) John that went by Jack Hanley, and he was the one who did all the evil stuff. Mm. So to me, this sounds like DID. Mm -hmm. Dissociative Identity Disorder, which people... What happens is you go through trauma, so you dissociate and have alters in, like, so you're different people. It's multiple personalities. Do your research. I'm not very good at describing it, but it's, yeah. it's, it's really interesting. Um, so that's what it sounds like to me. But they're not totally sure if he's just making that up to try and discredit himself. Right. Or, if it's or try to, like, plead insane. Insanity. Yeah. So they're not totally sure if that's actually a mental condition he had or if he was just making it up to get out of... I thought they examined his brain after he died. Just, just wait. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it actually leaves, like, a physical thing in your brain. Because it does with some other things, right? Yeah, like, you with sociopathy, your frontal lobe is really small. That's decision-making. Or has, like, like a... I don't know. There's some Russian dude who had the yeah. frontal lobe thing, and he, like... I don't know. There's, like, bruises there's maybe the, on them. There's depression that does things, but I don't know if DID uh, leaves... It possibly could, and I'm so sorry if it does, and I'm offending you, but I don't know. 
I email said us. That I'm not sure if kindly does. educate us via email. Yeah. Kindly, please don't yell at us. Yeah. So he went on trial, and the jury only took two hours to decide he was guilty of all nice. thirty three murders. <laughs> well, I mean, he admitted to them, didn't he? Yeah. So on March thirteenth, but even like with um, the plea, them trying like, like his his defense kind of trying to plead insanity. They so always try to thir- plead insanity. Yeah. Hi, mom. On March thirteenth, nineteen eighty, Gacy was sentenced to death. However, he was not executed for over 14 years, so he spent those years in prison. He actually did a phone interview right before the execution, uh, and he told a reporter on the on a newspaper, this is a direct quote, there has been 11 paperback books, uh, 11 hardback books, 31 paperbacks, two screenplays, a movie, one off right, one off Broadway play, five songs, and over 5,000 articles. What can I say about it? And he quickly was like, I have no eagle over all this garbage. So clearly he does have an ego on it. He's like, oh, there's all these things about me. Like, like kind of narcissistic like. Mm-hmm. So I'm famous? Yeah. So clearly what he, like, part people were like, he did confess because he was, he was about to get caught, but he was also like, look what I did. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, look what I got away with. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like, narcissistic like. Yeah. Uh, so for his last meal, he had... Like, yeah. proud of it kind of thing. Yeah, like... Wasn't like, Ted Bundy really proud of what he did, too? Yeah, lots of murders are very proud of what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a dozen deep-fried shrimp, <laughs> a bucket of original recipe chicken from KSC, a pound of fresh strawberries, and french fries. So I had my last meal, what I'm going to put it. Yeah, no, that's an actually, that's pretty good. So, this is what mine would I be. I mean, I just eat, like, red lobster, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is what mine would be. Poutine, pho, and everything bagel toasted. A mountain of butterscotch chocolate and soda and deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. Oh, you just Hi. I, well, we went to Red Lobster. This is what I'm thinking. We went to Red Lobster for Caleb's birthday. A couple, like, last year or something. And they have this one, and it's shrimp, like, three different ways. And it's shrimp in fettuccine, and then, like, deep fried, and then in like garlic sauce I don't know I think that would be really good <laughs> and then like sushi yeah like just a whole bunch of seafood probably and <laughs> you know pizza obviously yeah ice cream I'd get oh, yeah. real fat right before I die <laughs> <laughs> so prison officials later said that Gacy's demeanor before his execution was very chatty and like happy like he wasn't really afraid mm-hmm. so the execution was just after midnight on May 10th, 1994. That's What? He's like, it's like during the night. He can't even like sleep properly. <laughs> he doesn't have to sleep properly. I don't know. So when they tried to kill him, the chemicals unexpectedly solidified in the tube. Oh, like, so they couldn't go in. So they, they had to cover all the blinds because you can like view it. Like there's some people who are allowed to come view. So they like cover the blinds because they're embarrassed. Because they fucked it up. Oh my god. Uh, then it took 10 minutes to replace the tube. In total, it took 18 minutes for them to actually get it right and kill him. Eee. And his last words were, kiss my ass. Nice! <laughs> so, like, um, so after his execution, they removed his brain to study it. They give to Dr. Helen Morrison, who actually interviewed him and other serial killers. Mm-hmm. She was looking for personality traits and, uh, physical traits in the brain that are common between silica killers and violent sociopaths. However, uh, when she examined his brain after the execution, the examination done by a forensic psychiatrist 
uh, found that there were no abnormalities in his brain. Lots of the time, sociopaths, they have a very small frontal lobe mm-hmm. because it's decision-making, so they're impulsive. So it's really small. But he, his neuron was, like, completely normal. Like, if you were to put it side-by-side side with just any other human being with no other mental issues, it would look the same. Mm-hmm. So that was really weird and scary for everyone because mm-hmm. they're like, mm, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the end. I thought there was one that, like, controls your emotions, too, that can get messed up and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So probably. I don't know. I don't know the parts of the I know brain. Frontal I know frontal lobe, lobe and hippocampus. is memory. That's it. The squishy part. Something cortex. Yeah. Frontal cortex? I don't know. Yeah, I think anyway. that's one. That's it. Oh. That one might be the emotion one. I have no idea. I didn't pay attention in anatomy, so... We didn't really do anything about the brain anatomy. No, it was a lot of ears. Ears and eyes and muscles. I was at home. Yeah. <laughs> like half of that block, so. <laughs> um, okay. My turn. I, I'm sorry. This is going to sound psychotic. I really like John Wayne Gacy. Like the story? Yeah. <laughs> Remember it? Okay. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to go on a tangent. Um, but, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because I, like, compared some other guy to John Wayne Gacy a couple weeks ago. I told oh. you this on the podcast. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Okay, you us just try on now. Let me read it. Okay, no! The basilisk? That's, like, okay. That just reminded me when you, when you spelled... No, this is four letters, fair, and it's not basilisk. <laughs> it's not a B. <laughs> it's not what a B. It? Um, it's the rake. Do you know what the rake is? No. Cool. What is it? Is it a story? Is it like a It is a story. I'm going to tell you. Alright. So, the rake is a humanoid kind of thing. Oh, it's like a folklore. Um, it attacks humans for apparently no reason. Um, and it causes its victims psychological trauma. How lovely. I know. It first appeared I call human psychological trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it first appeared in folklore. Um, it was described as an unnaturally tall and skinny man, um, mysteriously lurking in the woods. Um, I spent so long trying to. Okay, so I found this article that was talking about it, and then it started talking about how they reproduce, mm-hmm. um, which kind of reminds me of like how the ace wongs do it. Like, transfer powers and shit? Kind of, yeah. But I tried, I read this paragraph, like, four times trying to figure it out. I googled words that I didn't know. I'm like, my vocabulary is not big enough to figure this one out. Yeah. So, this is what I took away from it. Um, they don't produce an amount, ma- like, mammals or reptiles. Uh, they release a protozone. Some kind of... Hormone? Thing. I looked it up. I don't have a big enough vocabulary. Cool. <laughs> um, smarter people than me will know. It's a chromosome. It sounds like chromosome. Pro, 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 protozone. Protozone. It's some kind of reproductive hormone thing. I don't think it's a hormone. I think it's like sperm. I don't know. Oh, um, into someone's mouth. Oh, that's really gross. I regret uh, The paragraph compared it to French kissing, where they like stick their tongue in their mouth. And then, like, like release it into them. And they, like, force it down their throat into their stomach. Uh, so their penis is their tongue. Yeah. 
their <laughs> rake, the rake grows inside of the human, um, mm-hmm. like their stomach. Um, it's, it's fed by the host until it's matured. So it's kind of like pregnancy where yeah. they like eat the food that you eat kind yeah. of type, type of thing. Uh, once it's fully developed, it will release itself. Does it kill the person? I think so. Like um, it says, There's an animal that does that. That's fun. It feeds on the host until fully matured into a rake. So, I think it's done like ABC. I don't know if it's like the three possibilities or if it's like the steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's inside of the human. And then what I took away from it is that it kind of eats it inside out. Mm-hmm. From the inside out, and then it co- gets out of it, and then it kind of feeds on it until it's like fully grown. Yeah, which is just <laughs> That's great. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, uh, it exists in North America, Europe, and Asia. Um, and then I just have like. That's that's it for like the description. Then I just have like personal accounts. Okay, that's cool. Um, what does it look like? I told you it's kind of like a human kind of thing. It, a, na- a naturally tall and skinny man mysteriously lurking in the woods. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just like a really tall dude? Yeah. Cool. Or, yeah, and it's also like white. Just like a... Google it. A rake. I don't know if I'm going to be able to Google it. Google the picture. Oh, I can do it. Hold on. Okay. Um, it, uh, Here. So, in one second. And I'll Google it for you. I need it to be a surprise. Okay. And I want to get your reaction on the podcast. Hold on. I tried to... Oh, yeah. I tried to Google what our baby would look like. Ours? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's in my search history. That's fine. Um, The rake. Nope, that says break. Rake. Oh, yeah, they made a movie about it. Ready? Images. Oh god! That scared me. I thought it was gonna be standing. It's like a little crouched no. thing. That's gross. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> We're posting that picture. Um. Okay, so the first recorded account was in ni- uh, 1691. It was from a mariner's log. It says, "Quote: He came to me in my sleep, from, from the." Foot, from the foot of my bed, I felt a sensation. He, he took everything. We must return to England. He shall not return. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. Um, in 1880, I, like I know. <laughs> in 1880, a journal entry translated from Spanish read, "Quote: I've experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror." I have experienced the greatest terror. That's it? Three times. And then, I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow, black. They saw me and pierced me. His, his wet hand. I, can, I will not sleep. His voice and then just unintelligible text. Gross. I don't like this at all. <laughs> it's like the windigo and it's not okay. <laughs> In 1964, a suicide note read, quote, As I prepare to take my life, I feel it necessary to assuage any guilt I think that's what my horrible writing says any guilt or pain I have introduced through this act it is not the fault of anyone other than him for once I for once I woke and felt his presence and once I woke and saw him saw his form once again I woke and heard his voice and looked into his eyes 
I cannot sleep without fear of what I might next awake to experience. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. In the same box this note was found in, uh, there were two empty envelopes addressed, addressed to a William and a Rose, and one loose letter reading, Dearest Linny, I have prayed for you. He has spoke your name. In 2006... Who's Linny? I don't know. Not William or Rose. In 2006, um, a woman woke up at 4 a.m., um, and she thought her husband had gone to the bathroom, so mm-hmm. she, like, went to, like, steal back the sheets. Yeah. And she accidentally woke him up, because he wasn't in the bathroom. The husband f- flipped out for a second, and then, and so when the woman went to see what he saw, uh, she saw what looked like a naked man or large hairless dog at the foot of their bed. Uh, he looked, and it looked like it had been hit by a car. Uh, so this thing goes over to the husband and just kind of stares at him. It's my time to go. It's my time to go. <laughs> um, and then he, and then the thing ran to the kids' room. That's no. What did you go see if your kids were alive? They chased the break okay, and uh, found it covered in blood in the hallway, and it ran away. Uh, they saw the daughter. Their daughter was badly injured. Um, and she, her last words were, he is the rake. Oh, uh, the husband take, was uh, trying to take her to the hospital, and he, was, he accidentally drove into a lake, and they both drowned. Of course um, they did, because you know what? <laughs> Why the fuck not? A couple, uh, a couple weeks later, uh, they, uh, the woman started re- researching the rake, and she noticed a pattern of repeat visits from whoever had, uh, whoever else had witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she started recording her room when she was sleeping. Um, and eventually she heard a shrill voice she recognized from somewhere. She doesn't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, and she notes, quote, I can't begin to listen to it long enough to even begin to transcribe. Oh, I can't. I misspelled something. I don't know. Yeah. I can't begin to listen to it long enough to even begin to transcribe it. Mm-hmm. And then they later found her dead on the floor. Oh, God. Um, in 2017, three girls saw it outside of Austin, Texas. One girl thought it was a cloaked man hunched over, um, and then her eyes turned pure black after she saw it. Did she die? No. I saw. I just put a note being like a black-eyed kid, maybe. <gasps> Oh, yeah, the BLK. Um, I'll have to cover that soon. Yeah. Um, another thought it was a Wendigo, mm-hmm. and the third girl thought it was a bush. And then later one of the them bush. was... Yeah. Later one of them was, like, scrolling through social media or something and found a video footage of a rake mm-hmm. and showed it to the other girls, and they all realized that was what they saw. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that noise. I don't want All these that. quotes I found were on Creepypasta Wiki. I don't like, I don't really, I really hate when they, it's like, it's a humanoid figure that's so white and stands in the wood, and they're pictures, and they're just like, it's a creepypasta fern. I don't care. <laughs> it sounds real. <laughs> and they're all like, eh, and I'm like, eh, I don't okay. like, eh. Yeah. I thought, I even noticed that you said creepy wiki, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be a lot longer, so. I don't like it Because all the pictures, they're all like crouching, and you're like. No, thank you. Yeah, so 
That's it. That's all I got. I thought there was going to be a lot more interruptions. Oh, for um, me? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's also like... It's four and three and a half pages, so I probably should have gone a little bit longer I'm with it. Up by it. I was going to do a uh, not the Nosferatu. Um, it's kind of like a vampire, uh-huh. but it's just like a movie I thing. It's a joke. Yes. So why are there... See, I was reading this article, and I was like, why are there always uh, vampire reports in America, but not in Africa? Why? Because they bless the rain down Africa. Anyway, that's one joke. Kira tried to tell that story last summer when we were listening to that song. Oh, but she, she she timed it wrong. Oh, she butchered it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, that was that was actually really interesting. I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt more. I was like that. Yeah, no, you me. just looked so freaked out the entire time. I was like, damn it, Farrah, interrupt me. Like Windigo's nose ones. I'm like, scared. Okay, ready. Um. <laughs> Okay, that, that's all I have. That's all I can do for you. Yeah. You have 46 minutes, Kira. 47 minutes. Do with that what you will. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can email us ideas for stories or just to be like, yo, what's poppin'? Mm-hmm. Also, sorry. Yes? It's our friend Eric. Okay. I say what's poppin' to him, and he hates it so much. I go, what's poppin'? Like, how you doing? He goes... I hate you so I much. I'm like, you. what? Why? And he's like, I hate what's popping. And I was like, is what's crackalacking better? He's like, <laughs> no, it's so much worse. I'm like, so what's popping, dude? And he was like, shut up. <laughs> it's fun. Anyway, you can email us stories at ff and everything between at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at ff and eib podcast on Instagram. Ooh, wait. Uh, you that's, flipped that's, that around. You can follow us on Twitter at ff and eib podcast. Follow us on Instagram at FF and Everything Between. You can follow our personal Instagrams at Carly Favell and Theron Moffat, or click on the podcast uh, Instagram in our bio. Please give us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts if you enjoy this show. Also, it helps, subscribe. Helps other people find us. Subscribe because it's, it's good for us as well. Yes. Uh, and, like, get your friends to listen if you want to. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to let you finish first. Uh, thank you to Kira for editing and publishing our podcasts. And to thank you to dot com for the music at the beginning and end of episodes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, thank you. Bye bye. Please don't. Okay, bye. Thank you so much. Also, okay. If you're one of those people who go, this is so stupid, mute it and just keep listening. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>